Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. A very warm welcome to our series, Crime Fighters, Drugs to Cure, Drugs to Kill, by Mukoma Wangugi. We're on the third episode, called At the Precipice. After 21-year-old Peter died of drug overdose, Peter's houseboy Fuma led the detectives to the bar, the lounge. Here they found a huge quantity of illegal and counterfeit medicines. It appeared that the owner of the bar was Dr. Kamkuta, the president's personal doctor. But he told the detectives they needed to talk to his brother Malinya as he actually runs the lounge. The old saying that an apple doesn't fall far from the tree is a lie. Here we have two apples from the same tree. One, perfectly ripe, falls, bounces into the shade and becomes Dr. Kamkuta. The other, a rotten apple, falls, rolls down the hill and becomes Malinya. Their fates are linked by the bonds of brotherhood. But it seems that whatever Kamkuta does to try and help Malinya, Malinya's rottenness still shows through. After we'd interviewed Dr. Kamkuta, Salamisha and I picked up our colleague Chokbank and went to Malinya's house. I don't think there is anyone home. Yeah, probably you're right. I'll try the back. Goodness, get down! I kicked in the door and entered with my gun drawn, Chokbank and Salamisha behind me. A man was lying on the floor in front of a large glass window. In the glass was a small hole, more like a spider's web, where the bullet had come through. Whoever had shot him was good and dangerous. Cover me! I got you, Chokbank, check the window! The window's clear! Are you Malinya? Yes. Please, don't kill me. I don't want to die. We're not with them. We're detectives. We've come to ask you a few questions about the lounge. Alumba, press some clothes on the wound or he'll bleed to death. Malinya, do you know who did this? No. For God's sake, get me some help. It's true. You don't look too good, man. Tell us the truth and we'll call you an ambulance. Ambulance? I'll be dead long before. Okay, okay. We'll drive you to a hospital ourselves if you tell us what we want to know. Take me to my brother. He's going to die on us. If we lose him, we'll be right back where we started. Fine. Get him to the car. We'll persuade him to talk to us later. Malenia screamed in pain all the way to the hospital. Salamisha tried to comfort him. So did Chokbank in his way. He threatened Malenia that he'd better make it, otherwise they'd meet again on the other side and it'd really make him sorry. When we finally got to the hospital, they paged Dr. Kamkuta, who came immediately to take care of his brother. That's when my phone rang. The coroner. Chokbank stayed at the hospital to question Malinya as soon as he came round, while Salamisha and I went to the morgue. It was always quite something going to see Ndau. He was unlike any other coroner I've ever seen. Very tall, muscular, always wore a suit. The smell in his workplace was so sterile, so devoid of humanity, it felt like death itself. If Kamkuta was good at saving lives, Ndau was good at dissecting death. The only thing that seemed out of character was that he liked a good laugh. Ah, there you are, my friends. I'd like to say I've missed you, but 
I don't suppose my feelings are reciprocated, are they? The less you see of me, the better, right? What is it you call me? Huh? The devil's accountant, huh? But it's a compliment, <laughs> Ndao. It means you wield a kind of power. True, Salamisha. Yet you don't wish to be counted by me, do you? Well, no, not yet. What have you got for us, Ndao? Peter was poisoned, cleverly poisoned, over a long period of time. I'd say two weeks, a month. Are you going to tell us how? Cyanide. In pill form. Cyanide packaged to look like something else and mixed in with his regular capsules. He had a heart defect. He had a prescription for Bimax and we found traces of that in his blood. But it's very rarely lethal, even when taken in large amounts. And we didn't find it in high doses. But the cyanide? Now, that's what killed him. Hold on, explain this again. You're saying he was poisoned slowly, over time? You realize how easy that is? This country is awash with illegal medications. Millions of people buy them because the medications the doctors prescribe are simply too expensive. But Peter comes from a very rich family. Look, I'm no detective. That beats your job. The point is that whoever killed him was working with people who make knockoff meds. Someone with medical knowledge and the ability to make cyanide capsules. Someone who also had access to Peter's heart medication. So we're looking for a cold-blooded, patient, methodical killer or killers. And they're clever. Very clever. How cruel. Every time Peter reached for his heart medication, he was actually killing himself. Thanks, Doc. Good work as always. We're going to Peter's funeral this afternoon. I wish him bon voyage. Um, but don't thank me yet, Kalumba. I hope you realize you're dealing with some very dangerous people. Peter's funeral was attended by the who's who of Kitagu People's Republic, all the way from President Gomobo to ministers, judges, celebrities, philanthropists, and those whose claim to fame was simply being felt rich like Peter's parents. Killers liked to attend their victims' funerals, sometimes out of perverse pleasure and satisfaction, but more often because they can't quite believe their victim is really dead. I knew my killer was here somewhere. It was a classy funeral with expensive wine and cheese, and Chokbank was taking full advantage of the catering. By the late afternoon, he was drunk and still drinking. The Lord works in mysterious ways. He has taken Peter, and now his parents must mourn him. Surely it should be the other way around. Surely the natural way of things is for children to mourn their parents. Yeah. But we know that with the Lord, there are no accidents or mistakes. He has called Peter home for a reason. If you say so, preacher. Kalumba, we'd better go and offer our condolences. Chokbank should stay here and try to look sober. Okay, Salamisha. Let's make ourselves visible. Maybe someone will get nervous and slip up. Chokbank. Uh, yes, sir. We'll be right back, okay? Okay. Sir, preacher man. Yes? You preach a good game. Do you often go preaching at the lounge? One must preach in the den of sin. Ah. So Baba Peter's house is a den of sin, is it? Look around. Look at all the powerful sinners here, shedding crocodile tears. This is the greatest den of sin. Oh. Uh, you know who killed the boy? You know how to get the top? You start at the bottom. The top is right here. Oh. But to get to him or them, you have to hit the streets. The dance of sin. What I've heard, 
through the good Lord is that it was a healer. You know, the heathens, the non-Christians, mm. the ones who practice African bush medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, names. Why don't you give us some names? Mm. Indeed, the Lord had been very kind. A name does come to mind. Does the preacher really have a hot tip for the detectives? Find out next time. In the meantime, feel free to visit our website, dw.com slash crimefighters. And join the discussion on Facebook. Bye for now. <laughs>